Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good, what's good, what's good, sports world? Welcome to Believe in Bills podcast, you know, brought to you by the Fanbase Network. I'm your host, Mookie Hawkins. On my left side over there, I got the general, you know what I mean, Justice Rafford in the building. And come on, man. You know what I mean? We told y'all we was going to give you my boy Zemo, Zach Moss, Mr. Uh, business Decisions. You know what I'm saying? Big bag. Zach Moss is in the building. What's up, my guy? What's up, my man? How you doing? Hanging in there, man. Just, you know, surviving the summer. I can tell you <laughs> that. You know, I'm, I'm surviving the summer because I don't know. It's, in both of my Bill's lifetimes, I guess that this is probably the most anticipated training camp of all time. You know, I mean, even when the Bills back then, when the you know was going to the Super Bowls, this one here is different because everybody's saying it. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. just to like, just a man, everything's going back to normal. You're out to Rochester for the first time in a long time, but all this swirling. So it's the anticipation of finally getting the camp, getting back to it is just like it's taking too damn long. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Justin, what you think about that? How do you feel about that? I think he on mute. You still on mute? Sorry. <laughs> See, he don't know what to do with his stuff. You know, he uh, to mute his stuff or not. He not. He just he just that excited. <laughs> this is this is my second season covering the Bills and like my first off season. So, uh, it's it's, it's cool to you know witness everything. But uh, I I agree. It's, it feels like the draft was forever ago. Feels like I'm ready for everything to get started, just so we could get into the the swing of things because I'm ready for this chip, man. I really am. So Zach, what are your thoughts? I know, you know, to you, OTAs just ended last week. <laughs> but what's yeah. the anticipation been like for you? I mean, obviously, you know, just ready to get back out there. Uh, it's been my first real offseason in like three, four years. You know, finally, you know, not coming into an offseason with an injury. So I'm being able to go ahead and literally focus on the things that I need to focus on instead of an injury. So it's definitely been a good break, though. Much, much needed break, um, especially from last season. Um, but it, it, it's anticipation is high for sure to get back out there. Um, OTAs was fun just getting out there with the guys and things like that. But um, it's I think everybody's ready. Like you said, everybody ready for this uh, this season and especially for this camp to get rolling. Justin, what you got for my guy? Yeah, I I have a, a question. Um, so, I mean, I, I know you're from uh, Hillier Gardens and down there in Florida, and I know there's a really, really big Florida presence, especially in the running back room, but on the team in general. Uh, what's that like for you guys in the locker room? Like, does that, you know, help create a, the, the bond that makes things easier? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, all of us, I mean, we got four guys uh, all from Miami. Um, I mean, we all grew up essentially no, no further than 25, 30 minutes out from each other. Um, I think that by itself, you know, right now we ain't really thinking about it as being four guys in the same room on the same NFL team. Um, I think, you know, as we get older and things, we look back and be like, man, that's that's crazy because that don't happen <laughs> a lot for one. Um, but no, it, I mean, it makes it, I think, easier. You know, a lot of us, I mean, the addition of Duke, uh, I think it's, you know, it's been really big for us. Just um, me and Mortar essentially still what young and then adding James. He's young as well, being a rookie, having a guy like Duke who's been on different teams, seen a lot of things, had success in this league um, and things like that. Him giving us the knowledge and things like that as well. Um, it's big for us, all of us being from Miami. That makes it so much easier for us all to just click. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's good vibes. OTAs was good vibes with those guys. So I'm, I can imagine how camp going to be when we get those pads on and we start making plays out there. No doubt, no doubt, man. Like, so here it is. You, you know, you're going into your third season. What are some of the things that you're, you know, basically still trying to adjust to in year three? Uh, I mean, I'd probably say just being a complete back each and every time I step on the field. You know what I mean? Not having any laps and things like that or whatever. Um, but just, you know, just always competing against myself. You know what I mean? I'm never looking across and trying to compare myself to nobody else. I'm always looking in there. So just overall, I think I can get better at everything. Like I always say, uh, I think I say that a lot, <laughs> but it's, but it's true to me just cause you never can be at the top of your game. I, don't, I mean, even the guys who's at the top of their game, essentially they work just as hard or harder when they were, you know, starting off and things like that. So 
Um, that's just what I believe and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I want to continue to get better in everything I do um, and just be as consistent as possible. Mm-hmm. So from, I mean, uh, you know, being at Utah, you broke all times of records, all time leading rusher there, first rusher with uh, three seasons of over a thousand yards. And, and you still had the injury, which took away a full season. So, you know, being a top dog there at Utah, and I mean, from the numbers, at least far and away the best ever there, what's it like going into the NFL, being here where you, you got to compete, you know, with these other talented backs for some playing time and, and also doing it on a championship caliber roster where you guys are the favorites to win everything? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, for one, just growing up, being from Miami, I think just that alone, I was already knew how to handle competition, right? It ain't like this is my first time ever being in competition. Um, so I understand it from high school. I went through it in college. Um, obviously, I didn't start right away. Uh, my, as a freshman going into college, I had to wait, work out that type of situation and had to beat three dudes uh, going into my sophomore year, which ended up allowing me to play the rest of the time and showing uh, who I could be and things like that. So Competition is 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 not been new to me. Um, I think it's a good thing, obviously. And I think when you like you say, um, doing it on a championship caliber team, I think definitely adds to it. Um, just because everyone wants to be that guy, essentially, who you know leads or helps this team um, get to where they want to be and things like that. But I mean, it's definitely going to be a group effort from everybody. I think just from from the offensive all because no one. No one man can do anything by himself and things like that. Um, but, you know, competition, like I said, it's, it's nothing new to me. Um, definitely excited for it. Excited for it. See how everybody has success and things and, you know, see how everything shakes out or whatever. Now, now speaking of that competition, you always want to, you know, you know, work on, you know, certain things that's going to make you a better player for competition. So mm-hmm. what are some of the things you've been working on uh, that will make you a better player year three? Uh, just speed and flexibility. Those are the two main things. I mean, obviously the power is there, uh, you know, X, X, Y, and Z, all those things that I can do. Um, I think just the speed and flexibility things that I've always been trying to work on in off season and things like that, just continuously doing those things and just, and, uh, just being stronger overall in my lower body to help me, you know, break more tackles and, you know, get more extra yards and things like that. So, yeah. Now, when you look at it, though, like, you know, and I know I asked you this your rookie year, going back to it now, you, you've been, you know, in the, in, 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 in the pros for a couple of years now. Um, everybody always say the speed of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is, is that still an adjustment for you? Or, you know, how true is that statement? Uh, I think it was, you know, definitely true to me more of last year. I think I hit a rookie wall because – uh, you know, talking to some of the guys on the team that's new now from different places, I always try to pick their brains, trying to learn, you know, from their experiences on different teams, you know, and things like that and kind of what they went through, guys who were in years six, seven, eight, whatever we have that we brought in and things like that. Um, but, you know, for me, my rookie year, obviously 2020 wasn't a regular year for nobody. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I remember just being in California for like another month and a half, maybe two from – when I got drafted and then going straight into camp um, and things like that. So I didn't really, you know, feel anything really. I just felt like, okay, we just back to playing ball. Um, Mm -hmm. But no, it's definitely, it's a true statement for sure. I think everybody, every player has definitely went through it um, at some point in their career. For me specifically, looking back on it, it definitely hit me uh, last year um, and things like that. Just, just getting back adjusted to everything. I felt like after the injury, um, battling back from so many little knickknack injuries that were, you know, um, in line because of the ankle injury and things like that. And early in the preseason, really didn't get any of that type of stuff as well. Um, so, you know, it's definitely a true statement, but I think now, I mean, I feel so much, like you said, I feel so much better in the offense right now. Um, you know, the confidence is definitely high in the things I know I can do what I could bring and try to help this team uh, get to where we want to get to. Um, and I think OTAs was a good stepping stone for me to actually, you know, get to where I want to be and things like that. So you, you you mentioned how, you know, you're more comfortable with your role in this offense. And I think you have a very unique skill set uh, that a lot of running backs don't necessarily bring to the table these days. 
so, you know, when you were being raised in, you know, South Florida, obviously guys like Clinton Portis, Willis McGahee at, at Miami and stuff, you know, what type of running backs did you model your game after? Uh, that's, it's, I don't know. I, lo- I love to just take a lot of things from a lot of guys. Um, a lot of people don't know I started playing. I didn't play running back until my senior year of high school. Um, so I always like to think that I'm a late bloomer, um, essentially, at the position, you know. Because um, I played linebacker for all the way up until then. Um, so, I mean, really learning the, the running back position is kind of something I did from my senior year to my freshman year in college. But a lot of guys that I like, you know, that stick out to me was, you know, obviously Marshawn was is all was going to always be my favorite back. Um, him, um, Arian Foster, uh, which I think a lot of people forget about how good he was and things like That's that. But, you know, I think him – I loved Willis McGahee as well. Um, and I think Matt Forte, I think those four guys were the guys that I watched just the most, just because they did so many different things, but it was also also so similar um, with what I felt I can do in my body type and and, uh, and things like that from catching the pa- passes out of the backfield to being able to run between the tackles and, you know, being uh, effective in the red zone as well. Like many of those guys was. Now, with that being said, being that late boom, right though, so do it do do your style change? You know what I mean? Does the style eventually change from college to pro? You know what I, I mean? Think, I think it has to in a sense, right? I think you get smarter more than anything. Um, right. I think in college you were trying to I felt like I was doing more of trying to, you know, run guys over essentially or whatever. Um in this in this league, essentially you don't really need to do that because, you know, it's we don't have the greatest tacklers. I mean, if you look at the numbers, we have a lot of missed tackles all the time, every year. Um, really high numbers, essentially. So, speaking of the numbers, the, the tackling isn't the greatest. Um, so, I think you, Josh, and Devin, honestly, all three, y'all. Uh, yeah. So, the, like, the numbers are high when you talk about miss, trying to force missed tackles. So, I think that's the biggest thing that I'm trying to change. It's not really, you know, looking out for contact all the time and things like that. Essentially, knowing. Um, when to do that and when not to do that and things like that. But sometimes it's just a natural thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing. Um, that's the only thing that I really would say I'm changing in a sense will be, uh, you know, trying to force more missed tackles, add more moves and things like that. Some things that I've never really essentially had to do um, up until this point. All right. So, uh, my man Jay Spence in the comment section. Actually, you you interviewed with Jay Spence before, so I'm sure you're familiar with him. Uh, he he also says he drafted you in his dynasty league, so he needs some good numbers from you this year. <laughs> uh, he he's asking, I mean, about the the changes in the run game still, but just as an overall group is, is what it sounds like. Uh, he's asking, you know, how will the the changes affect the run style of the team overall? With you know Dorsey coming in, with Cromer coming back, Brady, and uh, you know all those guys in that offensive room. Yeah, I think. Just, you know, obviously doing this OTA season, I mean, this OTA uh, with them this summer, I think they emphasized the run, I think, a lot more <laughs> than we have in the past few years. I mean, just, I mean, last year I didn't I didn't do OTAs because of my ankle, but I remember just watching OTAs then. I don't remember us calling a power run, right, with no gear on. And we was calling power runs with no gear on as OTAs in the, in the red zone. So I think if just seeing that as a back and you're seeing – your OC, O-line coach, you know, all those guys essentially wanting to run the ball. We're talking about in OTAs, but when it just, just just like this, I think that sets a tone and sends a message to the backs. Um, so, I'm, so I'm really excited to see what it's going to look like in camp. I know Coach Dorsey um, obviously has a lot of up his sleeve. I mean, he's doing so many things, uh, and it's crazy to see him expand um, the playbook as much as he has already. Um, just <laughs> so early um so it's, it's it's dope to see that um i mean him obviously adding his own flair to it we all know how great he was uh in his career and things like that so um and the backs that he played with so he, he knows a little bit of something about turning around and handing the ball off sometimes and things like that so it's gonna be fun to see um especially just in camp and getting those things right and he's another miami guy right <laughs> yeah he's i think he's from oh, cali yeah, he, he, he's he played from at Cali. He's a Miami guy. He, that was <laughs> been out the window. Was he, 
If you went to the U, he, he from the U. He ain't from the West Coast. No more. So, yeah, he, I mean, he played with my cousins and everything down there. So right. I was just about to ask you, uh, Sonoris Moss, Santana Moss, and actually Patrick Peterson as well, are you, all your cousins. Like, what type of, you know, advice and tutelage or mentorship did you get from those guys on your way to the NFL? Uh, I mean, to the, to the league, not much. Obviously, I, I wasn't, you know, really reaching out like that and things like that. Um, you know, I think more of after my senior year, um, we started getting more into, uh, started talking a lot more, essentially. Um, Who specifically, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Sonoris, mostly. Um, and then Santana chimes in here and there and things like that as well. But um, we started talking more because I started having more questions, essentially, you know, about because at college, I figured, all right, I'm already doing this. I've already been in it for a while. Uh, I got that kind of under underhand and things like that. But the league was, you know, obviously it's a new monster. It's a new monster every single season. Um, it doesn't matter what you did your last year, two years before that, right? We see the league uh, eat up guys and spit them out. It doesn't matter, Pro Bowl or not. So um, just trying to get pick their brains because obviously they had success. They was able to play a while in this league and things like that and transition from college. Um, so just picking their brains on, you know, what I can do to get the upper hand, what I can do to have success, what I can do to essentially, you know, stay in this league for a while because it's harder. It's easy, essentially it's easier to get here than it is to stay here. So that's uh, that's what really what our conversations really, you know, insist <laughs> of and things like that. Right, right. That's that, that's a fact as well. But man, I want to talk about Dorsey, man. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, what are some of the things you like the best that Dorsey brings? I think his attitude and his and his confidence. I think you know everyone knows he's super confident in himself and what he's calling and all these type of things as well. But just he's a competitor, man. I mean, just from playing tug of war to dodgeball. Right in the OTA when we had like uh, things that we did with the team. I mean, just competitive as hell, uh, just fiery, man. I think, and that just if if you're not a fiery dude, that makes you want to be fiery because you're seeing someone who is doing that right, and it trickles down because Josh has that in him, Diggs has that in him. You know, guys who are more vocal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think as an offense, I feel like we've been more fiery. I think everybody. Kind of stepped it up essentially when it comes to the the exuberance and things like that, and really trying to go out there and dominate. Because I mean, OTAs wasn't like a regular OTAs. It was. It felt like everybody was like ready to go. Like we could have started yeah. camp <laughs> right there, and, and guys would have been like ready to go. Like so, no one was really sitting back just chilling after you know the Kansas City game relaxing like dudes was really working like like I took a week off and I was going straight through so I can imagine other dudes and things like that so um yeah yeah Dorsey is is going I'm I'm excited to see what he's gonna do um I mean he was doing so much last year for us um now him having a big role a bigger role um it's the first time OC and things like that it's gonna be exciting to see what he do because I mean he's moving guys around left and right putting them in different spots you know, so he, he know how to make sure the play makers touch that ball for sure. Absolutely, and I'm definitely I'm I'm I I can <laughs> be a witness. I can testify to that, and that's the crazy part on how excited that I am, and probably every Bills fan though, because like yo, if you like you got probably like yo, they got it's nah <laughs> nah, it's too much going on. That's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be. So so hard for a team to try to figure this offense out. That's what they don't. That's the scary part about that. It, it's going to be hard to for a defense to. They don't even know who's going to be out there, and it's going to be bad because now boys is in position to make plays. No matter who you are, <laughs> yeah, it really don't matter who you is. Like you got work for you in this set. You're here in this set. You're here. Ooh. I try to get it out of you. I try to like you know, but I I I, I know he wanted to say just juggernaut because y'all running everything and the kitchen sink. It ain't just no except the kitchen sink. No, they ain't running the kitchen sink too <laughs> if they have to. You know what I mean? But with all those weapons, though, Zach, how explosive can this offense be? Can potentially this team have a thousand? I, I say this. I think Motor's going to have a thousand yards. 
I really do. I think he's mm-hmm. going to. It's like the crazy part about this office, like everybody will have a breakout year. <laughs> that's that's definitely the vibe around. I mean, <laughs> when you talk about obviously starting from the receivers, I mean, this is going to be digs, right? Uh, you know, Gabe, everybody see what Gabe doing in the offseason, right? He's just hyping guys up because <laughs> he hyping me up every time I see a video of him working. <laughs> Um, but you got dudes like Gabe, the way he ended the year off, and he was he was hungry from last year. Like he walked in hungry, and he never lost that hunger. Um, you know, because we trained together pre-draft. So I was able to get to know Gabe back in January and I seen who he was essentially then. Mm-hmm. So now to see him become who he is and things like that, it's it's good to see that. Um, but you talk about Jamison Crowder, you talk about uh, you know, McKenzie and then our backfield. Then you talking about OJ Howard and Dawson, it's like it's right. like I'm not gonna lie, like the two tight ends, that's that's probably like the most one of the scariest duos that the league's probably seen in a hot second. And I hope to see them boys, you know, really do their things. Cause it's to see OJ, I mean, for one, wow, my biggest shit. Like he, <laughs> <laughs> like he is specimen, like he real life a specimen. So it's gonna be and, and Dawson can run like a horse, so. It's going to, it's, it, we got so many weapons, um, you know, but the biggest thing is just putting everything together, man. Um, and I think that's going to be the, the, the only thing that we have to do is really put it together because I know we got dolls and I know everybody's going to be hungry um, and we know what we can do. Um, so I think that's the biggest motivation in, in anything. Um, so I'm excited because I know camp going to be fireworks, media going to be going crazy and shit. That's why I'm going to make sure I'm off of it. I ain't going to be nowhere. <laughs> I ain't going to be nowhere near all that uh, and things like that, reading to it and things. But, now, now, I might catch you in the hallway, man, because I think I'm going to do the first week up there. So I might catch you in the hallway sometimes, <laughs> but I'm going to leave y'all be. You know what I mean? I, I got to find with my media guys, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, Speaking of camp, though, like, what have the vets really told you about, you know, camp at Rochester? Because this is going to be your first time out there. Yeah, I mean... I just heard some good news finally that we're gonna probably have some queen beds. Um, that's the good news. <laughs> so I know because I know we're gonna be up in dorms and things like that. And I ain't been was it full size before. Ow. Yeah, you gotta put the two twins together, baby. Yeah, Get you how you put the two twins together. I'm like, man, I ain't did that since freshman year, man. College, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, to me, then it felt good because I'm like, man, this is the first time I have my own room. So I'm like, okay, right. this is chilling. But I'm like, I ain't really trying to go back to that now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I've heard, you know, good and bad about it. Obviously, being away, um, you know, I think during the last two, uh, two uh, training camps, Pretty much just going right home. I live, you know, not too far from the facility, so I've been able to go right home, and it felt like, you know, it really wasn't in camp. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's going to be good for us, uh, real good for us. I know um, the biggest thing they wanted to get back to what you know essentially was started all this, um, especially right now when you know we're in the midst of, you know, of what we want to be in essentially. So. Um, it's going to be good, though. I'm excited to get up there. Um, excited for, you know, I know the fans going to be out there and things like that. So it'll be a good atmosphere because this will be the first time that, obviously, I've been up there. Um, I don't even know what it looked like. I ain't going on Google yet. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, so it's going to be fun, though, for sure. Yeah, the atmosphere is going to be electric, man. And it's like you got to go through three phases of being a rookie for three years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you would have been got this out of the way under the yeah. <laughs> normal circumstances. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to be going into year three, you're like, damn, I'm the first time I'm going up here. You don't know what to expect. So that's going to be a whole different experience for you. So, yeah, you know, yeah I got to get your reaction. You know what I mean? When I meet you in the hallway. You yeah. know what I mean? I, 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 I ask you about that. But camp is awesome, though. You know I mean, from, you know, on my side of things with the fans and stuff like that, it's awesome. It's a great setup. And, you know, the people are are, are, are really nice up there. They're going to take great care of you up at camp. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it's locking as usual. You know what I mean? But, boy, oh, boy, boy y'all going to have a lot of attention. Y'all got a lot of attention. The big yeah. wigs are going to be up there. The NFL Networks. You know, my little old me, I'm going to be over in the corner somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Ticket hub or, or was it ticket master? How do y'all how do y'all you know because it's coming, you know what I mean, with all the hype. And I asked the coach too, and you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta ask, like, you know, with all this Super Bowl hype, and people are saying y'all everybody, 
What yeah. I mean, what is that like for you just to wake up and turn on Sports Center or turn on the news and it's y'all that they're talking about, your team. They're the Super Bowl favorite. There it is. They, like, how, like, you know, like, do you read into it? Do it motivate you to go out and want to just prove everybody right? Just prove, your, or prove yourself right for, for, for one. You know what I mean? Because that's the ultimate prize. But mm. just to, like, to hear it just, it's, it's, I mean, sometimes it's unavoidable. How does coach prepare y'all for that one? And, you know, what's that feeling like to know that everybody is talking about you in that high regard? Yeah, I mean, for one, what it feels like, it's crazy, honestly. I mean, you know, we we say we don't really tune into it, you know, but you got to see it because people either send it to you, your family talk to you about it, you know, fans see you out, wherever it may be, right? So you 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 know and things like that or whatever. <laughs> um, but now it, it feels crazy, though, I think just because, you know, I remember when I got drafted and I remember, you know, the first thing I did essentially was go on YouTube and, you know, kind of check out the bills because I hadn't been watching because I don't, I wasn't a big NFL watcher before mm-hmm. I got in. Right. I was in college. So I was essentially just watching a lot of college ball. Right. And just a lot of basketball. because That's mm-hmm. really the sport I watched the most is basketball. Mm-hmm. So I remember watching. I'm like, OK, uh, we had just lost to the Texans in, in the playoffs. And I'm like, OK, but you're seeing the pieces and things like that. Um, then I get drafted here. Uh, Moda starts telling me about things or whatever. Then I get here. Then I see the team. Um, and then Josh just explodes. <laughs> just explodes. And then I'm like, you know, it's crazy because I'm like, I think he finished, what, second or third in MVP? Mm-hmm. That year, second. 2020? Second. Yep. And I'm like, damn, I'm literally standing next to a dude who just came that close to being. Should have won. Yeah. You know, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers stuff. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, damn, that's crazy, right? So I'm like, okay, going into the next year after I break my ankle, I'm like, well, I know this team. Like, I was hurt to not be on the field in the AFC Championship game, in the you know, in the Baltimore game and things like that. Because I knew what type of team we had, and I'm like, I'm missing on, on those moments. But to answer your question, essentially, I mean, it's crazy to think that being drafted, you get, you know, because not everybody gets drafted into essentially a perfect situation. Mm-hmm. Right where your favorites, um, you got a hell of a quarterback the way we do. You got a hell of a team, hell of a coaching staff, hell of a you know faculty and everybody like that and staff that just all around us um, and all type of stuff like that. So it's crazy to think that because I mean it's it's almost like a dream that you live in just from the just the hearing the part because you a lot of players played in this league and they never even get the hype of being a Super Bowl contending team. Right. I was just talking to E. Wood on my podcast uh, maybe yesterday morning, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was telling me how when he got drafted, like it was it was different. Like it was so different to play um, and not win, you know, and things like that. So for us to be winning and people, you know, taking notice of it, I mean, be doing something right. Um, I think, you know, coach does a good job and just making sure we understand our origins. Right. And I think that's one reason we get back to Rochester, because essentially we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think that's part of the reason getting back to our origins, you know, blocking out the noise. You, I mean, you guys been inside the facility. You see the block, the noise, all that mm-hmm. stuff, all posted around. Um, so, I mean, he does a good job of that. And I think, you know, the guys do a good job in really locking in and understanding that. But obviously, as we go through the season, we'll see, uh, you know, ups and the downs that definitely don't come and things like that we'll see how we because uh, i know we battle tested so we'll see how we you know shake back off a lot of things and keep going absolutely man absolutely so it's just like um is the anticipation is just crazy yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, you you go to Dixon, Omaha, Nebraska, and they got Josh <laughs> Allen like really like you didn't see Jim Kelly at Omaha. You know what I mean? You been yeah. seeing him there. You know what I mean? Like, so all the hoopla and, and I don't want to say hype, but just the, the chatter of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's never been to this magnitude. And the Bills went four straight. It, we could be going into year three of that Super Bowl run. It still doesn't match the anticipation yeah. that this offseason has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just doesn't match that. You know what I mean? And, you know, they was there. They went four years. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you got to look at it, too. Like, I have a young co-host on my radio show, right? And he's he just turned 21. So I said, it's two different perspectives from you. I was <laughs> like, you may have a 
different favorite team growing up in Buffalo because during your lifespan, the Bills wasn't good. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm being nice when I say the Bills wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now for you to see them come from the bottom and now they're the top, you know what I mean? I know that's a different feel from you. Me, it's like, damn, it's been 20 years. It's been a long damn time. Yeah. I mean, I remember that having that feeling, but I never had this anticipation. But for a kid that just turned 21, it's totally, completely different from him because, it's, you know what I mean? Bills is my favorite team. A lot of people get mad at me because of that. I guess I'm supposed to, you know, be that way and with the team I cover. I get it, but everybody's <laughs> a fan of somebody. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody say there's nothing to Nick Wright. You know what I mean? We talk about the Chiefs the way he did. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, but yeah, you know what I mean? For me to double up to see that on a double up, you know what I mean? Any position I am too does definitely make a great difference. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a hell of I get a front row seat to it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's what I'm, I'm 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 so happy about. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's just a different feel. And I'm telling you, this camp at Rochester, that joint gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's sure. gonna be crazy because <laughs> it's gonna be a first camp for just about a lot of people. Dead, it's gonna mm-hmm. be his first Rochester. That whole y'all whole drive class is gonna be totally different. Yeah, you know what I mean, but the good thing about this team is that majority of them is young. That's the scary part. Like y'all, y'all get one, you know, it get contagious after a while. You know, y'all can rack out four one four straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go, you know, wipe the slate clean. Pay the, y'all pay the bill. It took it took us twelve years to pay the bill, but thank oh. you. <laughs> but Zach, if you had a choice, um, would you be preferred to be used a little bit more downhill now than opposed to you know coming in your rookie year, you know, just more zone oriented? You know, what I mean, you, I mean, you're big, you're physical, so power is just your nature. Yeah, but more or less, how they were using you in the early stages. You know, what I mean, what you would prefer now? Uh, I mean. I think downhill, that's what I've always just loved more because um, I get to use more of everything that I got, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just downhill would probably be more for me. I understand, obviously, just that wasn't our scheme. Essentially, the last two years, we weren't a big power team lineup, and, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, I, just like I said, I want to be consistent and well-rounded in, you know, the zone game, the power game, all that type of stuff. So, but definitely, you know, if I had to pick, if I'm like, all right, coach, let's let's run something right here. It's definitely going to be a power play. We'll be getting downhill, um, and you know, we can make some things straight like that. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, you know, I got a few more before I let you go. Um, man, this new offensive line, though. I mean, what's it like during the pre-snap? And you got Roger Sample to Deion Dawkins on the left, and then yeah. other sky towers over here on the right. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, you know, looking at it on paper, we got why, probably one of the deepest lines in the league. Uh, and we talking about, you know, last two years, our line wasn't that deep and we were injury played a lot, which which prohibited us, you know, in the running game and sometimes in the pass game. And we were still able to do a lot of great things the last two seasons on the offensive side of the ball. Um, um, so, I mean, thinking about, I think the biggest thing is, those guys like Raj and, and Queensberry and, and all the guys we brought in, um, you know, you talking about guys who are vets who've been other places who who've done some things in this league and have blocked for some people in this league, right? And you talking about Coach Crone, I mean, I think he might be <laughs> he might be probably one of the better coaches I've ever been around, just from the way that he's the way he looks at the game, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. But the way he looks at the game is crazy, right? He's, I remember the first time he gets there, OTA is going to be watching film and he's showing us the clips of the Rams and with Todd Gurley and those guys when he was there, you know, and things like that. And Roger was there. I'm seeing the holes open up way I ain't never seen holes open up, <laughs> right? And I'm like, I remember, I remember watching when Todd Gurley was Todd Gurley, you know, before the injury or whatever. And I remember him having those those crazy years, those crazy runs, right? But I'm just remembering, I'm thinking, okay, it's Todd Gurley. But now I'm watching the film on it, I'm like, well, damn, these holes huge. Like, then he, he shows a clip of uh, Tolbert, uh, 
<laughs> running through those holes and Tobin was about a good 245, 250. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Fullback, literally. <laughs> and he was getting through those holes with we talk about eight, nine yards down the field being untouched. You know what I mean? You get a guy with that size, that you know, those speed and everything like that. You get one of us untouched eight, nine yards down the field. It, it can get a little scary. <laughs> um <laughs> Then I, looking back at, he was showing clips of Cam Akers rookie year, um, and just his philosophy on the way he looks at the run game and things like that. It was, it's, it's just so different um, than what we've been doing essentially the last two seasons. So, and then bringing guys like you said, like Raj, those in, those guys in that know the system and things like that, it helps speed along our guys who were we were used to other things. So it helps speed along that type of stuff for us. So it's it's great to see. Because those dudes are huge for sure. So and they can move. So that's that's a blessing. <laughs> for real. That is definitely a blessing. It did, you know, on the flip side, you know, with Bates returning, uh, you know, Spencer Brown in the second year, yeah. Tommy in the second year. You know what I mean? Where do you see, you know, I mean it's like, man, yeah, like you you you're right. Yeah, y'all are deep. Like the, they're skyscrapers too. Like we didn't even talk about the, you know, the rookie that's probably the tallest, Daniel six nine. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, you know, they 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 pretty much have an idea of what they like to draft. I can tell you that. Much. Yeah, yeah. You know, in, oh, in, a, in a way that Dorsey is like y'all running all types of different variations of run game that Bills fans. Has, hasn't seen, you know what I mean? Not in the table regime. I'll tell you, and that's what I see the difference in, the run game. I see the difference. You know what I mean? Pass it this one, you put some, some some tweaks in there too, but that's, you know, some of the things I wanted to see is how important was the run game going to be to Ken Dorsey? And like you said, you know, playing with those style of backs, uh, you know, Willis McGahee, you know what I mean? Clinton Porters, you know what I mean? Those style of backs. Yeah, the luxury to know how important a running back is to a quarterback. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, that's that component, I think, that he's going to bring to Josh Allen. And then, you know, everybody's talking about, oh, he got to, you know, Josh ran 125 times last year. <laughs> you know, we all know he's not going to run for that this year. You know what I mean? But don't get it twisted. When, like you said, all those damn weapons, don't forget the quarterback can tuck and run, too. Exactly. They match you up with that team's basically third or weak linebacker because you got to figure out what the hell they're going to do with any variation that's out there. Pick your poison. Yeah. You're going to be in a one-on-one situation that's that back. Or, or nobody there at all. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a lot of space on the field. <laughs> more than it's ever been. Um, especially this season. Um, but like you said, you know, the run game is definitely, I feel like we did a lot of good things. The LTAs, it was obviously a lot of emphasis on it and things like that. So, I mean, you, you definitely need a run game to win in this league. I think that's never going to change in football period. You know, obviously the backs, uh, we get lost essentially in in uh, in what results in winning, right? Because mm-hmm. it's never been a team who didn't have a, a team that could actually run the ball, right? You never just sat there and just threw the ball and won a game. I mean, won a championship. You can win some games throwing the ball all night mm-hmm. and win all year doing that. So, um, he definitely, definitely understands what we have to get better at. Um, and we understand that as well as a group. Um, so I think we definitely going to be up for the challenge. It's going to be fun to see uh, how everything works and things like that. But like you said, there's definitely going to be a lot of space, going to be a lot of headaches, a lot of head scratching on what we can do. Um, so we just got to be ready to go each and every week. Yeah, just. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, you know, when I watch the film and I, I go on my show and I talk about how the running backs aren't the issue here in, in terms of the run game, it's always like anytime I watch film, there aren't very many opportunities to be had. And when you do guys do get the opportunities, typically you make the most of it. So, uh, you know, I, I, I have a lot of time arguing with people about you guys, uh, <laughs> but uh, this is Bill's Mafia. Right. And so, you know, we, we got to know. How, how do you feel about the city itself in general? Like, what are your, some of your favorite spots, you know, to go out to, food or otherwise? Uh, Yeah, I mean, some of my favorite spots, you know, I'm not a big – I don't go out club or anything like that, really. 
Uh, that's just really not me. But um, some of my favorite school spots, definitely Chop House, uh, <laughs> Chop House, Bar Bill. Um, I think Bar Bill is probably the best uh, to me. Um, I ain't going to go too deep into that. But <laughs> uh, I think Bar Bill is definitely the best to me. Um, I ain't never been let down not once there yet. Um, but rather than that, I mean, I mean, man, I'm really just a homebody, really. You know, I just like the fact that I can go out, you know, be me, you know, and not really be harassed all the time or whatever. Just people, you know, I think the fans here do a great job of giving us our own privacy and things like that, right? Because I live in a community where we got a lot of guys over here and then we got a lot of, you know, uh, regular people essentially over here as well. And they don't, they don't bother us at all. They just, you know, say hello, keep it cordial, keep it pushing or whatever. So it's good. That's great and things like that. But I mean, it's, I mean, I'm back in Buffalo right now. Um, you know, I'm back early. Uh, the weather's perfect, right? So I'm riding around. <laughs> got a Jeep. So I got my doors off, roof off, and I'm just enjoying this weather, man, before it gets to what we know. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. But, um, that's no comment. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. So so the rookies report on the 18th, right? Yeah. So will you be going early? I know y'all got to the 23rd, but mm-hmm. you'd be like, man, scratch that. I'm just bad. I'm out here. Uh, no, I mean, I'll go up on the report day. I mean, I'm already, uh, I've been back almost about five days now. Mm-hmm. So I've just been inside the facility training with some of the other guys who were injured or who came back early as well. Just been training mm-hmm. with them and our weight room staff and things like that. So when the rookies get here, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they come to the facility first mm-hmm. um, and they get with the weight room coaches and things like that. So, I mean, I'll be in there with those guys as well, just working on whatever we're working on that day, things like that. So, yeah. Speaking speaking of, of, of the weight room, how is my guys, Eric and Hal? They're good. They're good. You know how they is. They're funny as hell all day, every day, especially Hal. <laughs> but how do they get y'all prepared? Because, I mean, man, at one point, it wasn't from a recovery standpoint. It, w- it wasn't good. You know, I mean, Sam Watkins, uh, Leotis McKelvin, you know, I mean, a few others. But now, like, they do a good job on, you know, getting you guys recovery from injuries and, and you know, back in tip top state. You know, how helpful has those guys been, you know, what I mean, in, in, in reference to that? Yeah, I think they've been, they've been great, man, honestly. Uh, I mean, I just can remember when I came, like, just speaking on my personal. When I first came in, when I first got drafted, like I said, I was in California the whole time. Um, and, you know, I was training and whatnot, but I had some hamstring issues that I've never had in my life. And worked out with those guys maybe like two weeks, and I ain't never had another, you know, knock on wood, really <laughs> hamstring issue ever again, right? They just they just know so much about the body and things like that and how to handle stuff or whatever. Um but I think it goes along with all the sports medicine. You know, they they do a good job of, you know, you know, some people are where they feel like they may know everything essentially or whatever. Right. You don't get that vibe from them. You know, I think, like I said earlier, like a whole the whole faculty, the whole staff, they really just around us so well. They want everybody to to be at their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, from the weight room staff to, to our trainers, right, them talking together, meetings and things like that, understanding what we can do, you know, that they're, they're, everybody in there is so cool together. I mean, you got the weight room guys in the training, training room, you got the training room guys in the weight room, essentially, and then, you know, our sports science uh, team with Emma and, and Joe Collins and things, and the things that they do and the things that they brought and the knowledge that they bought, uh, and the guys buy into it. That's the biggest thing, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's great to have all the knowledge and the papers and the numbers and everything like that, but the guys... <laughs> really buy into it. You know, when we come from our own trainers, we come back and we buy right back into everything that we do here. Um, and then, you know, even when we leave, you know, whatever information that our guys give us here, we take back to our training. So we make sure we can implement those things into the things that we do on a daily basis when we're not in the facility. So I think that's the biggest thing. You just got both sides working really well. I mean, you know, thankfully it's all been working out pretty good for us. No doubt, but how is like having the facility like that? Because that's like probably one of the steady art in, in the NFL that I didn't see. I've, I've heard that. <laughs> you know, as far as a weight room, that. like 
you know, having a workout bonus is, is great when you got a <laughs> Cole Beasley said it was way better than the one in Dallas, and they pay a lot. So, so essentially, I mean, I heard about what the weight room used to look like before that. <laughs> right. And I mean, I remember rookie year, they were like showing us what the weight room looked like through video, through Zoom, because we couldn't be there and things like that. I'm like, damn, this is a this is a top, top notch. You know, you get you got everything. You got turf right there, you got turf inside. Um, and then you got every machine that you can possibly imagine. I mean, they still putting new machines in there now. Like I said, that the sports science stuff and these new machines that keep coming out, they keep trying to figure out ways for us to get better. Um, and things like that. I mean, they got everything you need, right? I mean, you can essentially sit here and train here all year if you if you really wanted to. Uh, <laughs> you, they got everything you need. They know what to do. Um, but yeah, the weight room is spectacular. They keep it up um, and they keep figuring out and trying new ways to um, get us better. Justin, you got one? Uh, no, I'll got no more. I will throw this one up from uh, my man Tommy, though. He did have a question. He he wants to know why did you pick Utah over the U? <laughs> uh, I mean, I was committed to the U originally. Um, obviously, I had family that went there, um, being from there and things like that. But uh, and then, you know, like I said, I started playing running back my senior year. And, you know, I had my quarterback. Tyler Huntley, who plays for the Ravens now. Um, and, yeah, uh, Snoop. Uh, he So we played together in my senior year. We had another guy, Damari Simpkins, one of our receivers, who we all played together in high school. And those two guys, you know, essentially got um, – they committed to Utah first, right, because Huntley was uh, under-recruited. I think the biggest offer he had at the time before Utah was FAU. So and he was committed there, so he would have probably ended up playing with with Motor instead of me. <laughs> but he he decided to go to Utah, um, and then Demari also decided to go to Utah, and they were early in release. So while I'm still sitting there in high school, they up there in Utah, and they telling me about it, they telling me about it, and things like that. And I hadn't taken a, uh, any visits yet, and I knew I wasn't gonna take a visit to Miami, right? So I was like. I live 25 minutes from there. I can right. go there. Like I still work out like five minutes away from right there. So I'm like, I can go to any day. Um, but you know, at the time, Utah and Tennessee was my two schools that I really narrowed it down to. Um, I just didn't choose Miami essentially just because I didn't want to be that close to home. Um, for one. Um, didn't want to be close to home. And then they had a lot of coaching changes going on, uh, which they really ain't <laughs> recuperated from until really right now, until what Cristobal is doing. Uh, essentially in keeping all the homegrown talent, you know, home, right? We talk about, I mean, I talked about it like the other day on my podcast. I mean, I'm looking at all the guys that he's keeping in, um, the guys he's pulling from all the way in Washington and all these different areas of, <laughs> of, of America. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Um, you talk about like guys like we had, I mean, Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley, um, you know, all those guys that went to Bama and things like that and had success there, if we had the coaching staff and things like that in place, um, at Miami, I think Miami would be talking about one of few natties by now, um, especially since 2013 at least. Um, but, yeah, just the coaching staff wasn't right, essentially. Um, you know, I think I was ahead of the curve when it came to understanding <laughs> college ball a little bit because you don't want to be a player who goes to college and then they fire the coach that brought you in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then you got to restart and hope that you part of the next coach's regime, like what he wants in a player. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, dodge the bullet. Went to Utah <laughs> and I think Coach Witt's been there, man. I think he's been there since like 2004. He just signed another extension with over there. So mm-hmm. to have stability, you know, I tell all the young guys that now, like who ask me whatever i'm like man make sure you know it's it's nice to say you know you play for the u i know a lot of guys that i grew up with or that was coming up around the same time that i went to the u and now they're not playing ball no more just because they got caught up essentially and happened to transfer happened to do this happened to do that and all that type of stuff and it just wasn't the best situation so i always tell guys like man it don't matter where you go if you can play ball they gonna find you it ain't yeah. how it is it's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. You can play and you put it on the tape. 
then it, then it don't matter. It don't matter what the side of the logo is inside of your helmet, what you're doing it in. So just make sure you go to a, a place where where the stability is there. So that means, you know, you can make sure that you succeed in and things like that. So that's essentially, you know, why I chose Utah, uh, <laughs> Oak Miami. Um, it's a funny though, because people always say, people in Utah always call the University of Utah the U. And the first time I heard that, I was like, that's, that's how it I don't know. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, I only know one U, and that's Miami. Um, but <laughs> it's it's funny, though. It's funny. Literally, no, you was at the U. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, Utah actually makes more sense, low key, but the yeah. Miami is known for being the U. So yeah. we're just talking about the letter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes more sense for so, but. I mean, when you talk about those teams and those players and the impact that it had on the game of football and things like that, it's, it can never be replaced. It can never no. be replaced. I still find myself playing on video games and and, and choosing the U right. <laughs> over a lot right. of other schools. <laughs> that's, 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 that's I, I noticed when you were talking state about state it, you said right we. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> city to city, state to state, there's a U mm-hmm. everywhere you know, yeah. because of what those boys did. You know, but before I let you go, though, dog, like, you know, I know you're communication. You get your podcast going on and stuff like that. Let's reverse roles. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> if, if, you know, if you had to ask media a question or something or whatever, like, or during a presser, I know y'all be like, yo, do you, why do you really, is he really asking me this question? Or, you know, I'll, I'll be, I want to know what goes on in y'all mind. If y'all can ask us a question on the flip side after we ask y'all a question, what would it be? <laughs> uh, I mean... I mean, you kind of, I, it sparked my, it hit my mind when you was talking about essentially how anticipated you was for the season and things like that. So, I mean, the only question I really got is like, like, how was that drought of not winning? Like, right. Like you said, you obviously is a fan, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, everybody know. And then also being a reporter and literally happened to like essentially be in it. Like that was your life every day. Like, cause mm-hmm. like I said, I've never played on a team essentially that was just like even when like the day I started playing football, I mean Little Leagues, I think I played Little Leagues for like five, six years. We won four Super Bowls, right? So <laughs> I didn't know about really losing. Then high school, essentially the same, right? I didn't want to state, but we was a team that won all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And in college, we was, you know, winning there and things like that. And now <laughs> here, we win <laughs> So I'm like I remember in my rookie year, Lee Smith was like, don't get used to this, Brooke, because it don't happen like this every year. And I'm like, well, damn, Lee, it's looking pretty good right now. <laughs> I'll be enjoy it. But that's, I mean, that's my only question. Like, pretty much, like, how was that drought, essentially? Because, I, 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 I mean, I've never been a fan of uh, football. I've been a fan of, like, basketball and the Lakers mm-hmm. with my team, Kobe, and then kind of seeing the transition of, you know, the back end of Kobe to – Right now, right now, yeah, then that was just a very slight drought, but it was hard because I'm like, I'm not watching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how was that hey, little baby drop the Lakers got going on now? You know, what I mean, that's that's, that's ticking me off, you know, what yeah. I mean? but woo, for the bills to go through that, <laughs> it's a music city miracle. It was cursed, music city miracle. And that year, the bills would have won, won the Super Bowl, I think, too, if they would have got past that. Damn game, you know what I mean? So from that, and that was 1999 to what 2017, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so now let's just say now, you know what I mean? 20 years, you know what that's like. Yeah. I just told you that you know, you know, sure, kids I was born in the year 2000 it has another favorite team, you know what I mean? Because the bills were never good, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how bad the drought was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now they're excited for you guys, you know what I mean? Because Y'all are the home team. You know what I mean? So everybody want to see the home team do good no matter what. But, I mean, this is how dedicated these fans are. For them to sell out damn near every year during that time span, that drought, bro. Sell out every – like, they would – man. You might as well call that Barnum Bailey or whatever. They had the biggest thing in time. The fans are so loyal. They're selling out every game. So that's how much they love this team. Yeah. And you're seeing the transformation of – the extended love. It's kind of give you that college feel, like when you do step out, you know what I mean? Definitely. You know, hey, you, you get that love. You know, you get courtesy. You know what I mean? Like, 
people appreciate who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just how Buffalo is. And but for it to the anticipation is crazy once again because now people that's my age, you know, saw it when they was Jim Kelly and Thurman. And now those days are finally, finally <laughs> back. You know what I mean? Where the guys are competing for it. And now this year, for everybody and their mama, including Jimmy Hoffler, by the way, knows that the Bills are the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. They just got to go out there and take it. How y'all say? One game at a time. Mm-hmm. Take care of business. You know what I mean? And this is what's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? It, it, this is destiny. And I know I don't want anybody want to say that or, or talk like it. I love how a coach got y'all approaching this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I had to ask him. You know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> I love the way he does. I love the answer he gave me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. coach going to keep it a buck. If you ask him, he going to give it to you. You know what I'm saying? True. So, you know, hey, that's what I want to hear. Because, once again, it was from trust about us to finding a way from playoff caliber to damn championship caliber. And damn it. Y'all did all four of those things. <laughs> Very true. Literally. So I'm like, this dude a prophet or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he is saying this shit. And they are going out there doing that. And that's when you know you got to... You, when when your coach is a dog, when your player... Players are a reflection of their coach, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His demeanor is y'all demeanor. So... It, I can I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> like... I already know how coach roller, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a physical guy. He's a wrestler. So yeah, exactly. going in this season, cool. we know it. Third and two, we're not throwing bombs anymore. Not throwing the tail bombs. You know how many tapes I watched this year? Went deep on third and short. Like, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? We ain't signing no disclosures today. So, you know, disclaimers or whatever. But I love my guy days, but me being a coach person, I'm a coach. I just left football practice before I got here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my mindset is a little bit different. We run that thing. We in the snow, so we got to run. Now, I'm yeah. pass, telling you with my pass game, you ain't going to have a chance because my run game is on point. Yeah. So I'm killing you with that. But scary part about your offense, though, y'all going to have that balance. You know what I mean? Y'all going to have that balance, and that's going to be a scary thing. Josh Allen and the balanced attack offense, that's going to be bad. That's gonna be bad. And that's gonna be the thing about Dorsey. Dorsey gotta be able to dial that shit up. <laughs> we ain't even talking about the defense. So yeah, I'm real excited that way, Zach. You know what I mean? And you know, just having that drought for that long period of time, the anticip- the anticipation is well beyond the last Super Bowl run the Bills had. It, the anticipation has never been like this right now. It's too long. The season should have been started, like you said. OTAs like the fans want to see it. I know they're going to be so excited just to see the the difference in that offense alone. You know what I mean? We ain't even talked about the defense the whole piece. <laughs> we even talked about those maniacs over there. But, you know, on the flip side, just to see the run game and, and, and Dorsey, what he's bringing to that. I know the fans. I can't wait for the fans to see that. You know what I mean? I got a, you know, a sneaky peek, but I, I can't wait for the fans to see that. And that's why I'm, I'm really so anticipated and excited about it because I'm excited for what this run game is going to do for his offense, man. So, you know, that's how excited I am. I'm quite sure as a handful of Bills Mafia fans are excited the same way as I am. I hope I was able to answer your question. Yeah, you did for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, with that being said, Bills Mafia, man, we appreciate, you know, Zemo, a.k.a. Zach Marsh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, big and bad Zach Marsh year three, you know, it's definitely going down, man. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, blessing us with your presence, man, in your off season. You know what absolutely, I mean? I know you absolutely. can be de- decompressing, you know, you know, any type of way you want, but you know, to have time for us in the off season, man, I definitely appreciate that. And um, you know, I can't wait to see you at camp, big dog. Absolutely, my man. Appreciate you having me on. Uh it was fun chopping it up with you guys for sure. No doubt, man. And make sure y'all go hit my man up on his Twitter. He got a lot of events, a lot of things going on. You know what I mean? Make sure y'all hit him up, man. You got that website? Is that website still, Brewer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ZemoApparel.com is still still going strong. Um, but, you know, podcast is, you know, probably the, the best thing that I'm uh, entwined in right now. Obviously, like you alluded to, communications major, so... Uh, you know, being in the media one day is something I want to do, analysts and things like that is what I want to do uh, after football. So, 
You guys make sure you check me out on on uh, Twitter at Marshmallow Show One. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Pod. Right, we're gonna get that linked up. We're gonna get that show linked with fan base. So now you can just you know add yeah. that, that <laughs> fifty to you too, man. You know what I mean? They need to know when you coming on. So you know, yeah, we talk about some good little things. Talk about some good little things on now. Yeah, we talk about some great things. We're gonna talk about some more things when we get off off of camera. <laughs> definitely gonna talk about that, but. Hey, everybody, choose love, not hate. I know y'all can't wait, uh, you know, for training camp. I'm excited about it. Once again, I'd like to thank my co-host, Justice the General. You know what I mean? Super producer, making this all possible. Obviously, once again, my man Zemo. You know what I mean? Running back for the Buffalo Bills. You are tuned into Believe in Bills podcast on Sirius XM by way of Fanbase Network. We got a great surprise coming up. You know what I mean? I ain't going to reveal it right now. But, hey, once again, I'll see you very soon. Believe in Bills. Let's go. Go Bills. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.